I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Yo, yo, hey, yo. There's two ways into the hood. One plane, the other smoking chronic like straight to the brain. Hey, yo, let's get loose. Hennessy straight with tomato juice. Queen stallion. My gun's fully Italian. Now y'all niggas recognize the Dallians. I play the best hood. OT with Tim Westwood. Used to be on Section 8. Now my section is good. Thugged out, nigga. We eat as much as we could. And I don't give a fuck what. Yo, I'll save my shit. And I don't give a fuck what. You can save your shit. Y'all niggas like extra skin on my dick. Listen to Bob Marley. You funny niggas like Steve Harvey. Hey, welcome to the Blackout Tips Podcast. Your host, Rod and Karen. We're in the house on a Wednesday, end of the week. Yes, sir. Um, and uh can't wait to do the show, man. Coming fresh off of a long day of podcasting yesterday. Mm-hmm. Did the Dem Thrones finale wrap up? Um I'm sad. Yeah, yep. Yeah. Uh we'll be back. We'll be back. Um my man, um uh Phenom Black had me on his show last night um, to do another episode of the Bauer Hour. Um, <laughs> 24. Yeah, we discussed 24, which is uh, one of my favorite series in television history. I don't really care about the realism or any of that shit. No. Jack is an impossible white man. Mm-hmm. And you guys all know how I feel about that. So, uh, you know, somebody's like, how do you like this season of 24? How the fuck do you think I like it? Is Jack still alive doing shit that should kill him? Then I love it. Of course. Every hour, somebody try to kill him, and then he he miraculously survives again. So I'm in. Yeah. Um, and he, this year he's even more savage. He's calling people bitch and stuff. I couldn't believe. I'm not bitch. Like, I need wait, to get caught up. My bad. Wake that bitch up. I said, Good God, Jack! You know, a pimp named Slick Jack. <laughs> um. Also, we were on uh, the Spreecast Spotlight last night. We got interviewed uh, by Kathy Cho, I believe was her last name. And yes. We had a good time, man. We had um, a wonderful time. She asked some good questions. Thank you so much for everyone in the audience who showed up. Yes. Thank you for the people who are, like, retweeting the clips that they're showing from yes. it. Um, you know, it's cool to get spotlighted and featured on something, man. We've been with that platform for a couple years. We probably use it more than anybody else that's not insane. Um, <laughs> or, fa- or famous yeah um and uh no we probably use more than famous people uh, yeah you're right you're um, right we got a few literally a few hundred shows y'all yeah and it was cool man to learn that kathy was a fan of the show she's been in the chat room before she listened to them thrones mm-hmm. um and you know like the questions she was asking were fun and some of them we either haven't been asked in a long time or we just haven't um ever been asked and True. uh you know it was it was awesome man we love working with good people and uh like I said, it was awesome that people came through and chatted with uh with everybody, man. That mm-hmm. was cool. Um, so yeah, this is the Blackout Tips Podcast. You can find us on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Podomatic. Just search the Blackout Tips, we'll come up. Leave us five star reviews on iTunes and Stitcher. We appreciate everybody that does that. Go to the dot uh, com and you can do a bunch of stuff there. Leave comments, vote in the polls, uh give you know give feedback in many different areas. You can also go to the blackouttips.com slash premium, become a premium subscriber. Um, you know, listen to the shows that we do that are the spinoff shows and uh, archive content, like all this stuff. You can go back and hear the show from episode one when it was terrible. So yes. <laughs> so you guys can like go all the way uh, into the annals of uh blackout tips history and, and see like, 
what it was like to build this um you know uh so so yeah make sure you guys do all that stuff uh we appreciate it the official weapon of the show is the taser an unofficial sport is bullet ball and bullet ball extreme mm-hmm. and today's podcast is brought to you by shadow dog productions we have a new Rod and Karen Dead Room interview up on YouTube. This time they sit down with Chris Gaines and mentalist uh, Eric Dubell mm-hmm. and friend of the show. Um, he's been on before. Uh, they talk about acting, the TV series, and an interesting theory about what's really going on in the Roadrunner cartoons. So you can check it all out. Um, I'll post a video on our website, on our Facebook page, um, all, all that stuff so that you guys can check it out. And... Pick them up, help them out by leaving comments on the YouTube page, liking, liking the videos. Um, all that stuff helps everybody out because, you know, that that's kind of like how, you know, they get their, um, you know, show people that they have pull, you know. So when someone's like, hey, we would like to, you know, support you or whatever, it's like, boom, it's, you know, we can go check and look at this thing and go, oh, look, they got 100 likes and 1,000 views. Okay, these guys must actually have some type of pull and some type of quality content. Mm-hmm. Um, we also have another sponsor that's a little bit, uh, a little bit sexier. So let me see if I can find, uh, some type of sexy music. This is old school right here. I heard this on years. Fellas and ladies, are you looking to spice things up in the bedroom? Have you been fantasizing about getting together with your lover with an adventurous new toy or adult movie? Well, here's an offer you won't be able to resist. Go to adamandeve.com and for a limited time only, you get 50% off of just about any item. But that's not all. Oh, no. When you select your one item at 50%, you also receive three free adult dvds for a little inspiration plus a free extra gift that is so central i can't even tell you what it is on the radio and to top it all off they even throwing free shipping on your entire order and they're not playing around and trust me guys we know you guys are using the code we know y'all some freaks yeah you can get it together so go ahead and continue to do this check out adamandeve.com today for this special offer get 50 percent off of one night when you put in code tbgwt for the offer code upon checkout, and you can also get three free DVDs, free extra gift, and free shipping. That's code TBGWT AdamandEve.com. Treat yourself. Videos, condoms, whatever you need. Mother Day and Mother's Day and Father's Day is over now. So it's time for you to take care of yourself. Okay? I know parents are taking care of. Now mm-hmm. it's your time. All right. Work on becoming your own uh, becoming parents of your own. Um, all right, we have all kinds of stuff to talk about today. Um, you know, I was thinking, you know, the term thought, T H O T. Oh, that's that, that, that stupid phrase, that hoe over there. Yeah. Isn't it really just hoe now? Maybe it always has, maybe it always has been, but it's pretty much just calling somebody a hoe, right? Yes, it is. Everybody keeps. Like, I don't know why, because you see so many people using this that don't believe in quote-unquote slut-shaming, and they don't believe right. in uh, name-calling, and they, if you were just to call somebody a hoe, they'd be all up in your timeline. Like, that is disrespectful and misogynistic. But somehow you can say that hoe over there, and it's fine. Well, people, you got people like me 
thinking is like thought, like you're thinking or something. Because I, I didn't know. I was, I, you know, people use these little short hands shit all the time, and I don't know what half of it means. So I didn't know until somebody told me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, it's just, I don't know. I guess it's just weird to me. I mean, I'm not complaining. I guess it's just one of those things where like it'll be like I am super duper feminist and I don't believe in blah blah blah. Anyway, I was looking at this thought. And you're like, so you call her that hoe over there? Well, I'm not calling her a hoe. What else is you calling her then? Is it's in the phrase? You know, I know from hoes and. I know my way around a dictionary too. I believe y'all ah. are just calling people hoes. You just right. using it to say ho, and that's it. Like it's no subtext, it's no extra level of anything. Thought it, process to it or nothing. Yeah, mm-hmm. ain't no layers. Yeah, it's just ho, basically. Um, so I just thought that was interesting. Uh, you know, uh, the other day. Um, another thing I was thinking about is uh. You know how everybody like obsesses over Will Smith and Jada Pinkett Smith and Beyonce and Jay Z mm-hmm. and the Obamas because mm-hmm. they're prominent black relationships. Yes. Um, if one of them breaks up, does that like reset all regular black relationships? No. Are you sure? Because people keep acting like it does, and I'm I'm starting to think maybe it does, Karen. Maybe that's what we're gonna find out is if they break up we actually all get to break up. You know, we have to start <laughs> over at zero Mm-mm. because their relationship affects yours. And it does not. That's what people say, Karen. I'm, I'm in these Twitter streets every day and people are all up in their business. Like it's going to find out, uh, they're going to find out something about you, you know, like, Oh snap, they broke up. Well, damn, that just means that, uh, I can go cheat on my wife now. Apparently so. Jay Z did it. I was too impressed by the streets i couldn't help myself um all right that was just a couple of random things i was thinking about yeah i don't buy that bullshit mm-hmm. uh, well, i don't care what the twitter streets say all right i won't be trying that on you then i guess oh no uh all right let's uh get into some articles news was happening um hold on that's sword ratchetness that goes to the back um <laughs> yesterday for some reason uh, I think because it's like the anniversary of her uh, flight, which honestly, man, it's hard to understand because I didn't study her in history class. Why Amelia Earhart is such a hero. Um, you know, I assume it has something to do with, you know, feminism and the fact that she was a woman going out, uh, you know, striking out to adventure and in a time where women were mostly kept in the house and stuff like that. Cooking, yeah. But then part of me is like, and then she like disappeared and got lost and never came back. So it's like, is that the hero I want? Like, it's the same way I feel about, um, Crispus Addicts. Yeah. Where he's a hero for black people because he got shot. And it's like, I don't know if that's no kind of hero. hero I want is like, an innocent she, Negro block bystander. She, she a hero. We don't even know what happened to her. She could have got ate by bears, wolves, anything out there in the forest. Yeah. So I don't know. It's, you know, it's a lot of, you know, hey, uh, she's our hero. Well, I read something from her that apparently she sent to the man she was supposed to marry. Okay. Before she took her trip. And uh, now I understand why she's a hero for this. Because I don't think women talk like that back then. This, this reads like something, uh, you know, uh, a woman that was about to marry Tom Cruise was seeing him or something, you know. Uh, how uh, many, what, 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 uh, how many years ago was this? 
1931 oh this is her prenup letter to her fiance george putnam in 1931 amelia Earhart. dear gpp didn't even call him george karen <laughs> now maybe it's to save letters on the or, i don't know or, or did she mean dear thought that's what she meant to yeah. put up there there are some things which should be writ before we are married things we have talked over before most of them by the way i posted this and said that it was um a letter from beyonce to jay-z and a lot of people didn't read it so they were like i mean they didn't read who it was from ah! and they were like oh my gosh she's illiterate and i was thinking like so amelia Earhart's writing in 1931 is so different from the way we write now that people think she's illiterate after reading this Oh, she's not illiterate. They just wrote differently back then. Yeah, but that's crazy. It's like, oh my God, Beyonce is damn near illiterate. I was like, it was actually from Amelia Earhart. Oh, well, actually, that's a hero of mine and I love her. I'm like, wait a minute. What? So you thought this was stupid a second ago. Yes. You Beyonce haters. Because people are dumb. You must know again my reluctance to marry. My feeling that I shattered their four chances. I mean, thereby chances in work, which means most to me. I feel the more I mean, I feel the move just now as foolish as anything I could do. I know there may be compensations, but have no heart to look ahead. On your life, on our life, I'm sorry, on our life together, I want you to understand I shall not hold you to any med- medieval code of faithfulness to me, nor shall I consider myself bound to you similarly. So that means they was going to have an open relationship as far as she was concerned. Right. I'm going to be out here getting this dick or pussy whatever she's yeah. into society say i gotta marry you fuck it i marry you but it don't mean i love you yeah i always thought amelia Earhart might be gay possibility but she had this look like you know i'm into chicks and i just can't say that because it's 1931 and these niggas are tripping what they might have burned her to the stake yeah chick-fil-a wouldn't have stood out back then Mm-mm. uh chick-fil-a way of life <laughs> If we can be honest, I think the difficulties which arise may beat, I mean, may best be avoided should you or I become interested deeply or in passing in anyone else, anyone, anyone else. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. That, she that was is... like, I'm not, I'm not going to bind you to me. I don't want you binding me to you. And, uh, yeah, uh, I like other people. I know you gonna like other people because see back then, men cheating wasn't a thing, but women would was supposed to remain faithful and be faithful and all this shit. This is before women had a right to divorce and and all that other shit. You consider property. She was like, we can fake the funk mm-hmm. all you want to. Um, please let us not interfere with other, with the others' work or play, mm. nor let the world see our private joys or disagreements. So she was like, let's not play this out in the streets, okay? This ain't Kanye and Cam. In this connection, I may have to keep some places where I can go to be myself now and then, for I cannot guarantee to endure at all times the confinement of even an attractive cage. So she's like, look, um, I don't care how nice the house is. I don't care, you know, what you look like. I don't care what, what... how much money we got? I almost still had to go get in these streets from time to time. You just need to understand. 
I must exact a cruel promise, and that is you will let me go in a year if we find no happiness together. So she will marry him, but in a year he got to divorce her if they're not happy. I will try to do my best in every way and give you that part of me you know and seem to want. A.E. And you just said people read this and, and when you were saying post on Facebook, said beyond, what's the between this and Shakespeare? That shit don't make no sense if you're a modern day reader. Mm-hmm. Without the window break thou art she. You be like, what the fuck is this? This is not English. Mm. Well, and I'm trying to be funny, like, but, but people would praise that and they don't, they don't have no problem with that. Yeah, I'm a fan of this. Uh, for one, it's very forward thinking. Two, it sounds like one of those, I bet she was supposed to be a beard. You know what I mean? Like, he was her beard or whatever, because back in the day, people didn't accept that people was gay. And look, I don't right. know a lot about this woman, but I look at her face and I'll be like, you gay. You know what I mean? And back then, you didn't have, you know, cell phones, internet and stuff. Mm-mm. And she wanted to get it in writing. You know, you got to get it in writing just in case a nigga try to renege on you. Be like, you didn't say nothing about no year. Like, yes, I did. I got the letter right here. It's fucking, uh, you know, I got, I'll go get a justice of a piece to look at it or some shit. Or if she decides, hey, it's time for me to go. And plus, in 1931, it was unheard of for a woman to be like, if I'm not happy, I'm going to leave. Cause your, ha- cause your happiness didn't matter. Yeah. The man could divorce you with no problem. That was par for the fucking course. Of course you're not gonna be happy. You're a woman. I'm gonna be fucking you. You're gonna be popping these kids out and getting in the kitchen and that should make you happy. And if it don't, well that's too damn bad, isn't it? Should have been born with a penis. You would have been fine. Right. So yeah, I don't, I, 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 I like the letter actually, man. I, like to me, that's more heroic than going out. Uh, flying on the ocean and not knowing where the fuck you was gonna land, you know, and <laughs> not returning. Yeah, I like. I don't, I don't know. I didn't. I never really cared for Amelia Earhart that much, like one way or the other. And uh, now no, I don't I'm know really, that much about her history. Yeah. So uh, yeah, that's that's pretty dope story right there. Um, feel bad for that sipping ass nigga that signed that shit. Though. I mean, uh, I wonder if he was like, I'm glad she ain't come back. I, I bet you that. Oh, I wonder did she send it in a singing telegram? <laughs> right no this is 1931 you know what i think is i'm reading that letter as a man if a woman wrote that to me that's just enough to make me go and like barely cut her fuel line to her plane like it's just enough ah! i mean i'm not saying it's enough where i would like throw a tantrum and try to kill her in front of the public people and everything but it's just enough to where i would wake up at 3 a.m sneak on to the airport, go to the hangar, and just, you know, a couple pin pricks throughout her fuel line and then go back to bed. Like I'm you know, maybe I'm vindictive, okay? Yes. But, you know, far be it from me. That's my ego. But I I that's just enough where I would just, you well, know I know not to write you no letter like this then. Like maybe I put a time explosion in the back in the trunk of the plane. Like I'm just saying that it's just enough okay now who knows oh, so, what happened to amelia oh so you, i'm sure it's a coincidence karen so you won't go you know burn up bloomers and shit like that no no okay. no okay sure it's a coincidence that she didn't make it back yeah uh, <laughs> yeah he, i bet you he had something to do with that he probably read that letter and said okay i got your fucking i got your prenup um so uh there's a scientist who experimented on dolphins by giving them lsd now they need to make that a TV show. The dolphins drown. 
why would they drown it's just drugs can they make you trip and see stuff yeah wouldn't it affect that i, I don't know shit about dolphins but wouldn't it like affect they breathing and shit like that or could you met dude you see the stars is that a starfish dog i think it is mm-hmm. man no I'm, don't be fucking with the dolphins yeah she though there was a like the scientist uh her name was jo- uh, his name was john c Lilly. um he dosed two dolphins with lsd and then when that proved ineffective he used a jackhammer near where they were swimming to get some sort of response that didn't do anything except show to the world that lsd is a hell of a drug in the hands of a mad scientist uh where's peter well this is just now coming out so i don't know maybe they'll catch up to us soon you're gonna have dolphins attacking folks they call him tripper yes um at least tripper tripper he's nothing but a trip (laughs) at least that's how it was told and the girl who talks to dolphin lily reportedly claimed that they had wonderful trips and display behavior close coming closer to him taking odd floating positions that they previously had not dolphins was tripping balls man below uh they had some they have some footage of uh them trying to teach the dolphins english and stuff like that um but, dolphins uh, are dolphins they do dolphin shit yeah. white people are obsessed with dolphins animals just animals period to like me. well no no dolphins apes anything that is close to human capacity of thinking white people love them they are fucking obsessed with them you know what i mean it's like they attribute yeah. all this extra shit to them well you know the dog telecom was a great well and uh, then when telecom's eating your fucking leg it's like yeah i guess he's uh Maybe he's not as, as fucking civilized as you thought. Not only that, killer's in his goddamn name. That's what the fuck he does. He kills. His name is a killer whale. Yeah, I'm just saying. I wouldn't give a big-ass marine animal some fucking drug. You don't know what he would do. I wouldn't be in a room with somebody called killer. What it's if, time for me to go. What if, he, uh, what if the dolphin started thinking you were fucking like a sardine or some shit? You Anything. You got he on LSD. He yeah. don't know. It's not like dolphins have a... A ton of fucking uh, worldly experiences to pull from. Like, no, they, they eat dolphins, they fuck things, and they, they and they do school, trips. They do tricks. Fish, you know. Yeah, they don't have a lot of. It's not like oh, I started tripping and I I thought I was back in high school. Dolphins don't have that experience. They only eat shit, fuck shit, and and do tricks. That's it. That's it. And they would have hop on your ass and them kill you then be like, oh, we shouldn't be giving dolphins LSD. Did you need an experiment to figure that one out, dumbass? No. Uh, Duke porn star. I love how time.com starts. Instead of just saying uh, Bella Knox or whatever her real name is, they start with Duke porn star. Of course. Because that's why you're clicking. Yes. Her Other name, than that, you wouldn't give a fuck. Yeah, her real name's Miriam Weeks. Uh, she said, she, she put, I lost my financial aid. And she goes on in this article uh, to talk about how everyone's focusing on her decision to perform porn to pay her tuition, but they need to be focusing on the artificially inflated cost of college. Here's the thing. You know the only reason people care is because you do porn. Right. Other than that, they could give a fuck. You're trading on that. Actively. So I don't know if porn's running out, is running this course or whatever, but now she's trying to like switch the conversation to some other shit. That don't nobody care about. 
Yeah, but it doesn't really make sense because, like, the thing you're doing that people are a fan of is the porn. A lot of people go to college. No one gives a fuck. Mm-hmm. Um, she talks about how she lost her financial aid, but of course she lost her financial aid. You're making money now. So, you know what I mean? Like, financial aid is a lot of times a constituent on need or is based on need. And if you're like, okay, I don't need it anymore because I can pay for it myself. They're going to give it to somebody else. Yeah, they're going to find someone who's in more need than you are. Mm-hmm. Um, so she says, this year, after even after student aid, I faced a $47,000 bill to attend Duke University. My turn to porn to close the gap was so famous in part due to my reasoning. Faced with either a degree from a less prestigious school or decades of crushing debt, a few hours of work in porn set on a porn set revealed itself to be the best way to avoid getting screwed. To make matters worse, my income now makes me ineligible for the thirteen thousand dollars in aid I was re- receiving. Right, because you, of course, it does. Why would they give it to you when you have somebody that's making a fraction of what you make in doing porn? Yeah, of course, they're gonna say fuck some more, pay your tuition. My bill for next year will be a staggering $62,000, and I will pay this all on my own. The financial aid office does not care that I am legally financially independent. Um, they view it as my parents' responsibility to foot the bill. But my porn work pays it. I thought she was dropping out. Of it. Did she stop going to class? I remember I her saying so too. she stopped going to class and she didn't have time. She's just, you know what it is. She's just all over the place. She's like 19. And this is what happens with 19. 19 mm-hmm. is not the most profound age for most of us. Most of us are stupid at 19. Mm-hmm. And you, you know, you look back on that shit and you're like, I don't know what the fuck I was talking about. And that's why I was like, too many people are pinning themselves to her as like, well, this is uh, new feminism. This is this and that. Like, she don't you know, even know who she is at that age. Yes. Yeah, you don't know what she'll believe. In two years, she might be going, porn is terrible. It ruined my life. Right. It's the worst thing ever. You don't know. Nope. She's making this decision at at a very young age and i'm kind of disgusted with the media for giving her such a spotlight because she's a young skinny white woman who's going to uh ivy league school like that like those all those combinations of things is just a hundred percent privilege nobody would care you know if she was a uh, matter of fact i'll even throw this out there people would stop caring if she just did one interracial porn yep that's how the industry works. They white, white's driven by white men, and a lot of white men don't like the idea of a white woman having sex with a black dude. Um, if she had, if she was so brave to do uh, interracial porn, this shit, all this gravy train shit would stop. Time dot com wouldn't be posting articles for. She wouldn't go on the View. The Rolling Stone wouldn't be interviewing her. Yeah, she wouldn't be on MSNBC or the View or any of this stuff. Mm-hmm. It's amazing how far she's gotten. Off of looks alone, basically. And and also... I oh, well, that... I'm sorry, I'm sorry. That and then playing the feminist angle, which I believe is can be a hustle sometimes. I don't think everyone's always genuine. No. And I think she's r- rode that to, you know, mainstream uh, attention, um, even if it's not mainstream success as of yet. That and also I think uh if she would if she was going to a smaller university nobody would give a fuck people don't bring that up either um well duke is a small university it's not I a mean, lot of people I mean, at duke duke is a small but i mean like a more if if the school she was going was less prestige yeah so I, yeah i brought that up yeah okay. Ivy League. yeah if it wasn't that oh okay yeah if this was if she was going to fucking nc state nobody would give a fuck Mm-mm. it's because she went to a what we consider prestigious college and the thing is 
she i just hate this idea of like oh we've never thought of it this way everyone knows that college is too fucking expensive mm-hmm. everybody knows that it can be a hustle and shit and it's overpriced and and a you lot know, of people shouldn't go yeah people talk about sally may every damn day this it's like did you really need her to tell you was everybody not listening until she said it like it's this mm-hmm. idea of like that she's some kind of like princess and it's very weird to me because it's just like and i think what it trades on like i saw jl covan he was the one who brought this up and i saw it on facebook and it what it does is there's a certain type of man that views a woman like her as like this could be my daughter and there's a paternal instinct that they have that makes them obsessed with every single move that she does True. and she's trading on that you know more like even her pornography is trading on that it's you know look how they're treating your daughter you know and some of these dudes are jacking off like yeah look how they treat my daughter but you know like there's this idea of like the coveted protected uh you know white woman in america need you know this is why we're upset she doesn't need to do this why is she doing this now i can't stop thinking about her i can't stop watching it i can't wait for her to wake up and stop doing porn you know like jl was saying that and i was like do you think that about any other porn stars you know what i mean like it's you know and, and it's not just him i mean you in know, general yeah does time.com think that about any other porn stars are they giving anyone else uh a, a shot at writing for time.com no no, no. she hasn't even proven that she can be like she didn't like graduate from college as a journalist or some shit like she's just 19 years old and people are paying attention and clicking on anything she says because people are obsessed with her as a porn star yes it, uh, the interview you did on medium talk with Sarah J, you and her discussed this topic and she brought up good points it was one of those things where she's been in the industry for years and you have people like her coming up and she's getting all this attention and everybody acts like we openly talk about porn all the time. Now, all of a sudden it's porn, 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 porn. When at the end of the day, you, you, they interview her. They don't really ask her intelligent questions because she's 19. So what, what really life experiences can she talk about? And if she was really pushing for the porn industry, she would talk about their rights, but that right there don't get clicks. Yeah. You know what's funny, though, is, yeah, she, it's like she's definitely out for herself. Right. She's a free agent. Like, she's one of those people that talks about the industry but doesn't really try to help anybody in the industry or bring attention to problems in the industry. Or, like, it's whatever's good for her. And obviously she has good people that get her in there. But it's it's amazing because this this article ends with her calling out the president for telling people they should go to college. And I was just like, the fucking nerve. You know, like wow. calling out the president is like the new thing. Just, yeah. you can't write an article without somehow throwing it at Obama's footsteps, whatever the fuck you's wrong with your life. You know what I mean? No one's making you go to the, to fucking Duke. Like Nobody. Nobody. If you yeah. wanted to drop out, you could have just fucking dropped out. It's not the president's fault that he thinks that going to college and getting educated would help is he's also the person that wants student loan reform but i don't see anything about that shit you know mm-hmm. it's like it, it's just so fucking frustrating to you know to see people just line up to do this i'm like so you know this is what happens to me it's just an exercise in privilege where people care about her opinion because of what she looks like and mm-hmm. you know it doesn't matter if the opinion is stupid or not uh alaska bars uh like they're they're drinking bars you know like we sports bar you know whatever mm-hmm. alaska bars are going to offer pregnancy tests in bathrooms 
smart bars in alaska will soon offer free pregnancy tests for female customers who want to know if they're expecting a baby before they start drinking that's smart mm-hmm. and but and, and and even with that it takes like when you get pregnant it's not an immediate thing like and so for a lot of women immediately they might actually drink a little bit prior to even finding out they're pregnant because they don't know that they're pregnant i just picture every woman in alaska being like hey girl we drinking tonight i don't know hold on one second i'll be right back and then coming out the bathroom like oh shit we drinking let's go <laughs> or, or even worse i guess i'm the designated driver i'll just have a water oh you pregnant <laughs> yeah yes. i'm pregnant <laughs> pregnancy test dispensers are being instilled installed in women's restrooms of 20 bars and restaurants in alaska men's rights advocates are like what about our pregnancy test uh nigga you can't get pregnant sorry i, I made that line up it's part of a state-funded effort by the university of alaska to combat fetal alcohol syndrome according to a report de- detailing the project alaska has the highest rate of the condition in the country wow yeah they have the high, most pregnant women drinking I just hope women don't get drunk and then try to take the test. <laughs> That's the wrong time. I can't pee on this on this stick. I can't. Why is it two of them? You hold the stick. I'll do the pee. Okay. <laughs> hold it. You hold it down. Hold me still. Hold me still. Um. Apparently, you pee right through the stick. It's strong alcohol. Apparently so. The goal is to target women who don't know that they're pregnant. This is a targeting chronic alcoholic, said Jody Allen Crow, founder of the nonprofit Healthy Brains for Children, which launched a similar initiative in 2012 in Minnesota. Right now, 50% of pregnancies across the nation are unexpected. This is really focusing on women who are casual drinkers, people who would never drink if they knew they were pregnant. Yeah, I wonder who the hardcore like, listen, I know I'm pregnant, but I need a shot. <laughs> right, they don't give a like, damn. There, are there bartenders that are like, uh, Hey, you, uh, is that a maternity shirt? You know what? I bet you, uh, I would be, if they don't have this law, I'll be shocked. They might have laws that say if, if a patron is pregnant, you cannot suffer alcohol. Well, I'll tell you this much. If I'm pregnant, that's when I need a shot. Okay. <laughs> you better take it now. Stressing me out. Like, go to sleep, baby. You're kicking too hard. Um, Crow helped design the program for Alaska. The university will study if women react differently to posters about fetal alcohol syndrome when they are taped to pregnancy test dispensers. Alaska State Senator Pete Kelly has been a vocal proponent of distributing free pregnancy tests. I mean, you can get them at the dollar store now. They're pretty cheap. Mm-hmm. I don't know. With, with a Dollar Tree, I would do 10 because that's $10. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you take, I, I would do, I'll do all of them. Yeah, take the best out of 10. Yep. Uh, they're, they're not that expensive, Kelly told the Anchorage Daily News when he introduced the idea in March. They're a buck fifty, something like that, about $2 per pregnancy test. We're going to get them in mass quantities and distribute them. Kelly added he does not support distributed free birth control in bars. Um, what does that mean? Free birth control, like birth control pills? I don't know if they're talking about condoms. Yeah, that would depend on what kind of birth control. Yeah, that would depend on what kind of birth control. The project has been successful in Minnesota where tests are available at some bars and restaurants, as well as convenience stores and a youth center. 
employees of locations where the pregnancy dispensers are installed say customers are pleased to see the free test we hear positive anecdotes from people we're seeing evidence that the message think before you drink is working oh somebody and i didn't think about this somebody in the chat room talking about plan b like you uh, know have a plan b dispenser or have okay. a nouveau ring dispenser okay you know something like that maybe by positive anecdotes uh maybe they're also seeing positive results possibility man i know that bar would be uh it's probably a lot of men that don't come back you know of course it's like uh why don't you go check yourself in the bathroom i'll be right back and then they just run out (laughs) and never return Mm -hmm. police a man threatened to kill women at university of washington a seattle man who was arrested for making threats to kill women at the university of washington idolized elliot roger the deranged young man who killed innocent college students last month in California. But you know, it's not about misogyny at all. Mm-hmm. Keisha Bide, uh, 23, used YouTube and Google Plus to praise Roger, saying in one message that everything Elliot did was per- per- perfectly justified. right but it's not about hating women it's not about controlling women or none of that stuff it ain't about none of that right obviously that was a coincidence karen you know that that's i mean duh right and so now now you have a father that's uh scared you know for uh um uh, one of the uh people i don't think she died but he's scared for you know his daughter because you don't want people to try to you know come and finish you know finish the job because people are crazy but karen everyone's just overreacting hey yes all women hashtag was so pointless you know and it's not like people on the internet are real people karen they're just they are real people they're just trolling on the internet no no that's not no they are real live people yeah they're just trolls though you know they're, they're just they're just making stuff up on the internet to to get mad at feminists right yeah because the feminists ain't got nothing better to do okay um you know it's funny everybody's always why are these people complaining sometimes the shit is real dog yes it is so Roger killed seven people and wounded another 13 during the May 23rd rampage in Isla Vista, California. Court documents show Bai's comments were made before and after a mental Ill, mentally ill government killed one student and wounded two others June 5th. So, yeah, um, he was making comment, these statements before the Elliot Roger thing and after. They just finally started looking into it because it was like, oh, these people might be serious. Elliot Roger was. Yes, he was. Um <laughs> Them sites where all them dudes get together and be like, fuck our women. Mm-hmm. You might want to take a peek out there. There might be some issues. University of Washington police were alerted to buy his comments online and involved the Federal Bureau of Investigation. Agents tracking tracked his screen name to an apartment near the University of Washington. Court documents show he's a University of Washington student. He was this is great advertisement for them, right? He was expected to graduate this year and was arrested Saturday afternoon. Earlier this month, anonymous threats were made to sororities referencing the shootings in California at University of Washington. So uh, who knows if it was him or somebody else? He he will not be uh, graduating. Just, yep. you know, sorry to inform you. People calling and people calling sororities at University of Washington. Like, how scary is that? Right. You know, but and harassing and that, those girls. That's a real person. 
it's not you know it's not some normal shit it's not just everybody being too uptight Nas a real person afraid for their life in his online messages by ran it against women saying that he would make sure he would kill only them another commenter told him please just call an escort service and gave details for how he could avoid losing his life or going to jail by the way um i love this this is funny to me because so many people said this about elliot roger and it just shows how people are kind of stupid about certain shit everyone's like well just call a prostitute just call you a nice looking guy just go be get a he's fucked up it's deeper than that yeah. and what prostitute needs to come into that shit he probably choke him and kill him or some shit right like it's not gonna go well we, we see how he interacts with people not good <laughs> um so yeah uh by responded that he would execute the same thing as elliot, elliot roger and that he had no option according to court documents police say he used a screen named foss dark Bide is being held on $150,001 bail for investigation of cyber stalking and felony harassment. Ooh. He is expected to be charged later this week. I don't know where the dollar came from. That's what I'm about to say. <laughs> was, he, was he a dollar short? Yeah. Um, yeah. Almost made it. Yeah. A day late and a dollar short. But uh, yeah, man, I hope they do start perusing that stuff, man. I wish they would. They should. Yeah, I'm sure a lot of uh, be a lot of black dudes on YouTube that need to start taking their videos down. Yes, yes, it is because some of the some of a lot of those comments uh, are hating black women. Uh, there's no way, shape, form, or fashion behind it. Not only black women, women, period. But for a lot of black dudes uh, that post this shit, it's specifically aimed at black women. Mm-hmm. I'm, but I'm, no but nobody cares though no it's no, also funny because it's funny because people are like well that dude was mentally ill well a lot of people are mentally ill to do any of these crimes and but if we see the the uh reasoning for it being justified by society then at some point isn't there an obligation to at least call it out at the minimum right and the thing is there are tons of mentally ill people across the country that don't do this and people want to try to instead of addressing the issue which is mis- misogyny which is um hatred towards women which is uh racism and all because he had a bunch of other shit going on in there instead of attacking those issues a lot of people want to go to the other stream well uh lock all mentally ill people up and you go that's not gonna solve the fucking problem and most of them people aren't gonna harm nobody not to mention i mean whatever the right answer is i know it's not attacking people for saying hey this is this this type of misogyny is bad for society but i know that's not the right answer Mm -mm. uh japan's parliament has passed a law which bans possession of child pornography but excludes sexually explicit depictions of children in comics animation and computer graphics oh so they don't already ban child porn apparently not oh uh, the upper house voted Wednesday to approve the legislation, which amends an earlier law that banned production and distribution of child pornography, but not ownership of such material. Okay. So you couldn't make it, but somehow if you happen to have it, the loophole in the law was, well, it's too late. You got it. Ah, oh, okay. So now they go, you can't make it or have it. Right. Japan is the last major industrial count country to criminalize possession of child pornography and had faced long calls to crack down on the loophole. The law provides for prison, ter- prison terms for up to one year. Wow, that's the motion you get? 
Wow. And fines up to 1 million yen for having pornographic photographs or videos of children. It allows a grace period for one year of one year for people owning such materials to dispose of them. That's gotta be crazy. Wow. Somebody somewhere like, I just get this one last jack. And then midnight, I gotta throw this out. Gotta burn everything. Pictures and drawings of children as young as toddlers posed in sexually suggestive ways are easily found online in Japan. Wow. Child advocates and other critics of the new legislation say it is long overdue improvement, but are unhappy with the exclusion of depictions of sexual fantasies involving children in manga, comic books, anime, and video games. Oh, yeah, because to them, that's just drawings. Like, mm-hmm. So they're like, you can do that, but that's different than a real live child. Yeah. And I posted a link to this article, and uh, this dude... Um, I think his name was Froze Over Hoes. Not Froze Over Hoes. Mm-hmm. Uh, he said uh, something about me posting it. Um, uh, and I told him, uh, he was like, yeah, they must want him to, you know, it makes sense to me. They would rather them, you know, look at cartoons, which are not real people, than, you know, actual real children being involved. And I said, you know what? That's a good point, man. From now on, you're my go-to pedophile news guy. So, you you froze over hoes on Twitter. Follow him. His name Adrian. And if you need your pedophile news updates, that's your man. And he said that's a nice gesture and all, but I'm like 21 and look like a kid myself. Not into pedophilia, by the way. I said, Nah, man, it's cool. You're still my guy. You're my guy now. Oh so, Lord. If you want to know this week in pedophiles, what's going on? Froze over hoes on Twitter. Um. So yeah. Um. You know, I guess they don't want them hurting real children. But if you want to draw someone fucking some kids, and I guess they giving fine. them a year. Yeah, well, that's to get rid of your child porn. I mean, that, but see, that makes sense to me, though, because, like, what okay, if you don't hear about know. the law right away? Like, you can't just go to niggas' houses at 7 a.m., you know, like, hey, it's illegal now. It's like, what? This is cool yesterday. That, that, that's, so uh, yeah, that's there true. There will have to be a grace period so that you can be like, you should have known, motherfucker. Yeah, we gave you ample enough time, and they're probably going to put it everywhere. Get rid of your child porn. This is the day we don't come cracking at your door. Those so-called creative industries are a pillar of the government's cool Japan effort to expand culture-related exports and are worth hundreds of billions of dollars in annual revenues. The exclusion was made after po- so so wait. People buy that. Manga and comic books involving children's sex fantasies are somehow a big export from Japan. So who's buying uh-huh. it? A lot of people. Wow. Mm-hmm. Like like a lot. It's it's just like the the, the it's just like um people buy the Naruto's. You know, people buy like a lot of anime is based off of uh, cartoon drawings. Yeah, so but, people buy that. Yeah, but I I mean maybe they're counting like. In every Japanese cartoon, they always have the like the the chicks in the shortest school dress possible. And yes, maybe they're counting that shit. I don't know. Possibility. Um, you know, to say it's like billions of dollars, I'm like, what could they possibly be selling? You know. And in other countries, they've already banned like porn, so a lot of people might buy this to uh, replace that. Exclusion. The exclusion was made after publishers and lawyers associations contended that a ban on such images would violate the constitutional right of free speech. According to humantrafficking.org. Oh, man, I hate human trafficking. Uh, but, well, it's the worst is a human traffic jam. You know what I mean? <laughs> takes forever to get anywhere. Japan is uh, a hub for the production and distribution of child pornography. 
part of a massive sex industry that includes prostitutes dressed in school uniforms and other outfits meant to cater to pedophiles. Yeah, but if they're really pedophiles, wouldn't that not work? It's like, hey, it's me, a grown woman with a dress, with a schoolgirl uniform. Yeah, I don't care. I'm, I'm a pedophile. So yeah, as long as you look like a kid, I'm gonna be looking for some little children in some school uniforms. Like you too old, you got breasts. Yeah. Um, but you know what else is funny though is like that's a fantasy in a lot of places. That's not just Japan. Mm-mm. You know, that's, yeah, that's, entire, that's that barely legal shit we got here. Yeah, there's entire genres of porn like black cheerleaders and uh, you know, uh, the 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 schoolgirl porn and all this yes, stuff. That's I don't, not, I don't want nothing. I don't fuck nothing. It reminds me of a goddamn kid. No, sir. Kids are dumb. Um, the new law, which was approved by the lower house of parliament earlier this month, requires internet providers and other such companies to cooperate with police in preventing and investigating distribution of child pornography, which it defines as photos and videos that expose or focus on children's sexual parts. Police say widespread use of smartphones is aided to distribution of pornographic images of children. They reportedly they reported sixteen hundred forty four cases of child pornography in twenty four twenty thirteen. So yeah, man, that's crazy. They're just getting around to banning having child porn, you know. Um, those freaky Japanese, man. Well, y'all got a year. You better enjoy it while you can. I know. Somewhere right now, it's like I need a year off of work. Be constantly jacking. Could you imagine somebody crying and sad because they got to get rid of all their shit? Here's a uh, change. Dot- <laughs> yeah. Here's a. This will be like people are going to be walking down the street. There's going to be boxes and boxes of child porn on the curb. Yeah. <laughs> exactly 365 days from now. Yeah. All of a sudden, the garbage people are going to be like, um, did you notice uh, today uh, we got all these magazines and uh, tapes and DVDs? Here's a cause I can get behind, unlike child porn. Bring back the hot mustard to all restaurants, mm-hmm. says Miles No. Change.org petition. Oh, I'm going to sign this one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I when agree. I, when I was a small child, going to McDonald's meant instant excitement. If mom or dad, grams or gramps, said those magic words, we're going to McDonald's, I was helpless to stop. I ran around the house like a crazed child, according to parents. Annoying parents asking, when are we going? Every two minutes until my dad finally gave me that look or we finally headed to the car. Although that's been 30 years for me and maybe more or less for you, I've come to a crossroads with McDonald's. These days I don't eat there nearly as much as I did as a kid or nor do I run around now screaming when my wife asked me to go grab us some food from there either. My issue with McDonald's is one, uh, eat the fat, is one eat the fact okay we must have been with okay one with the fact that the hot mustard has now been discontinued from their menu i remember when i found this out i was not happy i remember exactly where i was i do too because i was not happy that's one of my favorite dipping sauces you know because i don't eat that we don't eat that as often as we used to but when i do go it's nothing like a 10 piece and some hot mustard sauce Mm -hmm. um and yeah i remember it was may 27th yeah, me and Roger looked at each other like, nigga, what? What you mean you ain't got no hot mustard? Yeah. I said, yeah, let me get uh, a tan piece and uh, hot mustard sauce. And they said, uh, sir, we don't have hot mustard sauce. And I said, what? Okay, I said hot mustard, not honey mustard. And they yeah, because that's what I thought. Hot mustard, we don't have anymore. I said, hold the fucking phone. Uh, I'll take sweet and sour. 
because I panicked. I didn't know it was too much. <laughs> it is. You had to think. You were like, God damn it, you're fucking with me. And you know what I did? I took that sweet and sour sauce. I came home and I put sriracha in it and it was delicious. But what I really wanted was hot mustard. Right. Since the beginning of McNuggets, hot mustard has been around, along with its less ridic- less delicious siblings, barbecue and sweet and sour. Obviously not as good. Now McDonald's has introduced us to the all-new lineup of flavors, but they are taking away the one delicious flavor that could be used not just for nuggets, but for fried, dipping, and topping double cheeseburgers. Duh. Right. This is a man after my own heart. I dip my fries in it too, sir. Maybe it's a man after my own heart disease. I mean, it is McDonald's. <laughs> that right. You, you can't eat it that often. You die. Yeah, shoot. Maybe some people drink it. I don't know. It sure is delicious enough to try, though. I am just not sure about the thought process here. Please, McDonald's, bring back hot mustard for crying out loud. It's not just a dipping sauce. It's part of our meal. A lot of us are very upset. This means more of us, more to us than you know. So please sign a petition and you get if you get an extra minute. Thanks. Hot mustard lovers everywhere. Bring back hot mustard sauce. All all restaurants it's already reached eight thousand signatures yes because they just disregard and the, and the funny part about it when they said we ain't got no more did they sell out of that shit or they was like we ain't got no more and they just got rid of it what did you do with all these damn honey mustards that didn't sell hot mustards i mean hot mustards and, that didn't sell. and you know and you know that it's not because the fucking hot mustard ran out because they won't give you an extra sauce if you fucking ask for it without charging you right so i know you got the money you sons of bitches now give me my fucking hot mustard sauce before it gets ugly. Is it is it more expensive than the other sauce or shit? Instead of three cent, it's five? I don't know, but I'm thinking about starting a fucking heist to rob like the next delivery truck of hot <laughs> mustard sauce. Ah, Cause the thing about it is that it's so unique you can't buy that out the store. Right. But I'm just thinking about like catching a, a Brinks truck of fucking hot mustard sauce and getting some AKs and being like, get out! Get out the fucking car and then driving the Hot mustard sauce and selling some and splitting it with my peoples. Um, you can probably get, <laughs> yeah. probably get rich doing that. Yeah. Wouldn't um, advise it, but yeah. Well, let's, uh, play our games, guys. It's, uh, the show's going kind of fast, I feel like. Um, but we got a lot of games today. We got a lot of articles. Woohoo! Um, first game, of course, is fucking with black people. We're just fucking with those black people. We're just fucking with those blacks. We're just fucking with fucking with black people. That's right, guys. It's fucking with black people time. And uh, it's the game that I hate to play. You guys love to hear us hate to play it. Uh, we score uh, different articles from around the globe that fuck with black people and make us feel like it's racist. From 0 to 100 in intervals of 25. Today's contestants, a high school and a movie maker. So let's uh, check these out, guys. I just think it's jazzy. Um, I know. I like that beat. Forest High School signs are coming down. West Side High School signs are going up. Public donations are down. The old Nathan B. Forest High School is being transformed into the new West Side High School. Uh Uh-oh. That name alone made people automatically assume that it was dude. Of course, West Side. As Justin likes to say, only black stuff happens on the west side of town. Right. Businesses and community members have chipped in either financially or in kind donations, but so far that is not nearly enough to offset the cost of Duval County public schools to change the name. 
workers with jacksonville companies that have donated materials and labor are in the process of changing out the signs at the high school the duval county school board voted unanimously in january to change the name to west side for the neighborhood encompassing it since nine since 1959 it had been named for Forrest, a confederate general who was the leader of the ku klux klan wow yeah so you finally decided to change it but then you change it to west side Karen, it's better than the Klan. What the fuck should they call it? I don't know. If the neighborhood is in is West Side, why not call it West Side? What's so bad about that? Their donations went down. That's what's so bad about it. But it went down because of racists who were like, I don't want it to uh, not be named after this KKK man. Okay. Okay. I'm with you now. I understand now because I was like, huh? Yeah. Of course the new name was going to be West Side. Black people go there. That's a, that's a good name. Um, nothing wrong. I'm, you know, nothing wrong with being from the West Side. Um, the board voted in the wake of a petition drive and decades of controversy that pitted the alumni who advocated keeping the forest name against those contending it should be changed, including students at the high school where many are African-American. That was another thing. The demographics in the city shifted. The demographics of the people who went to the school okay. shifted. And all of a sudden it was like, hey, uh, these black people do not want to go to the KKK school. Oh, would you? No. It will cost the district about $220,000 to change the sign, the gym floor, and the student athletic uniform, said Tia Ford. Man, you better paint over that shit. (laughs) So far, the district has received about $2,807 in financial donations from the community members to help offset the cost. Well, that's enough for a bucket of paint. What's the problem? Get it over with. Mm -hmm. Paint time. It continues to accept donations. Meanwhile, Jacksonville... Companies including Home Stamp and Sign, Farm Out Design Services, and Matt Carlucci State Farm are donating materials and labor for the project. Brian Croft, uh, president and chief executive author, uh, officer of Home Stamp and Sign, told the Times Union his company is donating about 10 signs with a total value of $2,000. We're a 60-year-old Jacksonville company, and one of the core values is to support the community any way we can, Crop said. We just thought this is a great opportunity to participate. The district is using the money for its general fund and not taking it from the high school's budget to pay for the switch. So, uh, how fucked up, how fucked with do you feel, Karen? I don't. They changed the name. We went, we went, we went from KKK to something better on how number, especially, especially with black children in the school and the history and all that stuff and people did fight against it and they've been pro- the reason why it took so long because people constantly fought against it. it's like your child probably don't even go to this goddamn school why are you protesting yeah i'm gonna say zero um this is progress and i'm happy for it me too don't feel fuck with it all Mm-mm. uh blame 12 years a slave for mandela long walk to freedom's lack of critical acclaim this is what mandela screenwriter william nicholson told the Daily Telegraph after the movie was slighted at just about every major movie award show. According to Nicholson, 12 Years a Slave sucked up all the guilt about black people before Nicholson's 15-year-old, ah! before Nicholson's 15-year-long biopic about Nelson Mandela, played by Idris Elba, was released. Not all. Sucked it off. Just, just sucked it dry. Oh, delicious white guilt. I think it's worked superbly, Nicholson, who wrote some 33 drafts of the screenplay, told the newspaper. I'm incredibly proud of this film. Unfortunately, it didn't get the kind of acclaim that I wanted. It didn't get Oscars. 
there were so they were so exhausted feeling guilty about slavery that i don't think there was much left over to be nice about for our film so our film didn't do as well as we'd hoped which was a bit heartbreaking we showed it to test audiences very extensively and it got astounding responses these things are measured in percentages and it was in the high 90s every time so honestly we thought we had a winner and when it didn't become a winner it was devastating actually it was very distressing poor white man (laughs) this white man had to suffer karen it's like he was nelson mandela it's like those 33 drafts were his 12 years of being a slave apparently so I really thought I was going to win lots of awards, partly because it's good, a good story, but also because I thought I'd done a really good job and the director had done a really good job. So it has been very tough for me. Some things work and some things don't. You have to soldier on. So what do you think about uh, William Nicholson and uh, his uh, the, the guilt was gone because 12 Years a Slave used it all up. What do you think about that? I quite think it's funny. Uh, I really don't feel that fucked with. Okay. Uh, maybe a twenty-five, possibly zero, just for the simple fact that he sounded like somebody that his intentions, which all people's intentions are, but his intention to make this movie was so he could win awards, which is what most people do. But this is one of those things where he was like, "We didn't win awards." He just basically went out and cried because they didn't get the awards. That they were supposed to. Did he uh, use the same people that that Republican used? And they was like, oh, this shit going to sell and pay them the money. And then they lost by 10 points. This, did that shit happen? Uh, I don't know. But um, I, I don't I don't feel because I don't feel sad for him. Yeah, I'm going to say um, I feel uh, 50 at least because he's trying to say, like, poor me. My movie that I was depending to for people to feel sad about because of slavery and right. black stuff didn't get me the critical acclaim I thought it deserved. His intentions went right. I haven't seen the movie, so that's the only reason I'm only giving it a 50 because maybe it is really good, you know, and maybe he has a valid point, you know, and I do kind of agree with him about the Hollywood part, which is, and, and most black people say this, one sad black movie a year, please. You know what I mean? You can't be doing 17 of these movies and shit. Like, you get too late. Your shit came too late. You sure did. But you know who I didn't hear complaining? The people who made Fruitvale Station. Nope. So, how about you take a fucking seat? You know? not Your movie wasn't that fucking good. Not to mention, uh, Idris Elba might not have been the strongest actor for that part. You know? like Could have been a lot of shit that went wrong, man. a lot of people were involved in the making of that movie mm-hmm. and they had no issue behind mm-hmm. it. And um, I, I think it was a little bit selfish of him to come out. And it's also taking shots at 12 Years a Slave, which I did see. And it's a fucking superb movie. So, you know, I, I will check his movie out now. So maybe he wins that way. True. But in all honesty, it would be a very steep hill to climb to beat 12 years. Not to mention, more importantly... There was a ton of fucking other movies that beat him at shit. Why are you only looking at this one other movie that was like his? Like, Gravity beat your movie. You know what Gravity I mean? Gravity was whooping everybody's ass. Yeah. Um. Uh. Who was it? Uh, Jared Leto, Leto won, like, Best Actor or some shit. Or uh, Matthew McConaughey won Best Actor performance. Like, mm-hmm. 
your movie apparently wasn't good for a lot of people a lot of others categories that didn't 12 years of slave didn't win so what the fuck about that it wasn't even nominated for a lot of shit like i don't don't blame that on black people's not enough guilt being left over um but yeah so i don't know i just think you know it was more like he was just wanted to clock cry and it might be too because nelson mandela died not too long ago so he figured out that that might should have boost sales i don't know yeah like he was just looking at the cold hard revenue of mm-hmm. black suffering and then he wants sympathy for it okay sorry your calculations are off next time carry the one <laughs> yes please well, welcome to our life did you know that black suffering didn't sell well yeah we did nobody yeah. wanted people don't even want to hear about regular black people problems like i couldn't get a cab you think they want to hear about some nelson mandela he's not even from america D- that's a factor too that i don't think he considered you got to consider you're taking somebody from even though how famous he is he was beloved he's not an american so for us a lot of people go he's not an american why would i waste my time yeah surprise surprise motherfuckers don't care welcome to what we go through every goddamn day every day every day yeah. you walk out your house it's, it's, it was a miracle fucking 12 years of slave one something that's why we celebrated so hard like that movie was far was far superior to many other movies in other categories didn't win shit until that last fucking award yes so you know what i mean like yes and, come on now and you had other movies that came out in the past the color purple all these other movies that were beautifully done and made and outstanding for their time that kind of got glossed across because of what they covered and had a um, um majority black cast and all this shit so it's just one of those things for a lot of black people it was one of them goddamn finally we made it yeah and uh if nothing else man the part that you know i'm moving this up to to 100 fuck that because now i'm getting <laughs> now that i'm thinking about i'm getting mad because you know what this means to me it's a lot like the mark cuban thing he revealed the way that he fucking thinks yes by saying this shit the way that he thinks is well there's only enough room for so much caring about black people suffering and i wanted to get mine in under the fucking radar and in this movie it's gonna take all the black suffering vote for poor old me now i don't get to have the black suffering vote because my movie wasn't as good as this movie in this year like you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. he's he's being cold and clinical about it there's no actual sympathy here there's no Mm -hmm. actual concern no he's just mad because it wasn't enough black suffering to go around for his selfish ass wallet fuck him and and his intentions wouldn't right you didn't make this because you really wanted to cover this man's life yeah fuck that shit man a hundred asshole what about my movie maybe i should have brought it out in 2014 but Bell was coming out, and I was scared. <laughs> Just make a fucking good movie. How about that? Stop doing it. Anyway, 100. All right. Let's play our other games. Now that it's time for some guest of race. That's right. It's guest of race time. Now that it's time for some guest of race. That's right. It's guest of race time. But it fun. That's right, it's time for Guess the Race, the number one talk show going across, I mean, game show going across all of the podcast land where we read or play news articles from all over the globe and we ask our contestants today, the chat room, which is racist, to play Guess the Race. Let's go. <clears throat> First article. 
about an anchor man. Former CBS two news anchor, Rob Morrison, who quit his $300,000 per year job after allegedly choking his wife last year was back in court yesterday, following an arrest for harassment. I mean, for harassing his estranged wife with 121 phone calls over a three day period. God, what did he do? Call and hang up. Ring, ring, click, ring, ring, click, ring, ring, click. That's all he did. Ring, ring. Hello. This just in. I'm going to kill you. (laughs) Breaking news. You're a bitch. (laughs) Most of those calls, 109 to be exact. Yes. He was like, bitch, I hate you. I hate you, bitch. I hate you, bitch. All all individual texts. I mean, um, phone calls. calls. Yeah. Every time she picked up, she was like, hello, I (laughs) click. Most of those calls, 109 to be exact, came on May 25th. The same day that Morrison's wife, Ashley, who also a former CBS news anchor, uh, went to Darien, Connecticut, police to report the harassment. She was physically shaken in a very fragile state, according to the arrest affidavit obtained by the Connecticut Post. Morrison was previously accused of choking his wife after she hit him in the face with a remote while watching Mystic Pizza. That seems like the wrong kind of movie to do that. Last February, he denied the charges to of New York Post reporter during happy hour at Stanford Buffalo Wild Wings. Mm, you cost about 109 times. Probably thought that was off the record, by the way. Probably oh. just eating his wings, like talking to his friend, and his friend put it in the paper. Uh, and, I, you know, I know that if your f- phone rings 109 times in a goddamn day, I that, could, that would drive anybody insane. In other news, you're a cunt, and I'm going to kill you. <laughs> we'll be... <laughs> <laughs> they say, 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 breaking news. When I get a hold of you, I'm going to slash your ass up, bitch. What's in your garage and has a golf club? Well, you can find out tonight at 11. Me. <laughs> <laughs> the answer is me. Yes. <laughs> you better not, this just in, you better not close your eyes at night, bitch. I'll be over you. <laughs> oh. Who's standing outside your door with a bat? Me. <laughs> Back to you. Tammy. <laughs> Who's behind the bushes? Me. Live on the scene in your backyard is me. Right. Let's go to me, me. <laughs> yeah, I'm here live on the scene right now in the backyard. I got me a butcher knife and I'm looking at this door and I think it's unlocked. So I'm going to go ahead and go in and see what's <laughs> yes. going on. We'll go back to you in the studio, me. Right. Who's hiding in your closet? Me. <laughs> Checking back in. Yeah, I'm in the closet right now and I have a witness, a man on the street. Uh, and we just want to talk to him real quick. Uh, sir, do you know anything about me stalking my wife? Ah! Uh, yes, I do, man. I seen the shit and the whole thing was crazy. And I, I seen him come in the house and I ran out back and I said, I ain't getting no shoes or nothing, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> she playing around and shit. Ain't nobody got time for that. I do got time to stop her, though. But it's just him. It's like even the witness is him. Yeah, <laughs> the whole cast is him. Well, obviously. <laughs> well, but, I, but, I, but I, well, let's talk to the weatherman. It is perfect weather outside for some killing tonight. <laughs> and now let's go to me in sports. Right. <laughs> I'll be bouncing this basketball upside your goddamn head. Looks like I'm up. One to zero in the play in the standings when it comes to calling the police. Yes. Answer your phone, bitch. Yes, you know I like soccer. I am three and oh, so this is gonna be an ass whooping for you tonight. <laughs> Answer your goddamn phone coming up after the break. Ha <laughs> ha!
And he just starts shuffling papers at a desk. Right. A plan on the iPad. Yeah. Leans over and talks to himself and shit. What man oh, show? That was a pretty good show. What'd you think? I think it was a pretty good show too. You still gonna kill that bitch? Of course you're gonna kill that bitch. Fuck that whore. <laughs> <laughs> Ashley Morrison told Darian Felice she was afraid Rob Morrison could kill her if she has him arrested. By the time police came calling for Rob Morrison earlier this week, the couple had made up. Wow. What? How? He, wow. He must have, he probably scared her to death. Like, he, and he probably walked up on her, caught her off guard, and she was like, shit, if I don't act right, this nigga gonna kill me. I don't know. This is that cycle of abuse shit, though. Sometimes people That's really do make up, because he'll be extremely apologetic and all this shit, and then she'll be like, you know, back, come back to him, thinking he's gonna be sweet again, and then back to this shit again. Uh, Ashley Morrison, the woman, became irate when police told her they had a warrant for her husband's arrest telling them things are fine she does not want to pursue any charges then she picked her son up from school and flew to florida of course florida got involved somehow wow but you know what that's why they got laws to say if you bring shit to us we're gonna press the charge anyway fuck what you're talking about yeah because we have too many people to do this and then we have to go back and forth with you and next thing you know uh, we're gonna be picking up your body somewhere. Let's check the chat room and see uh, if anybody guessed the race. It looks like some people guessed before it was time. Uh, I guess white, white. They both worked at the station. Two cheese loving white people. Anglo, we ain't giving up that good six figure job. Troy McClure look like <laughs> look alike white. Uh-huh. HC uh, says Bill O'Reilly with anytime minutes. <laughs> <laughs> What's coming up on the factor is me fucking you up. One who smells like a wet dog. Oh. I'm Tom Tucker. Stay tuned for me on a special cops. <laughs> That's Joe Spacey. White is a good thing that she married him or she or she would be dead white. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that was Farger. And NY Cham says one show is glad. One show is glad I'm white, not black shit on the real. That's how them whiteys really act white. Anglo says dreaded that dreaded uh dreaded the lion. Keep it simple. Dreaded lion says Anglo. The correct answer is I can't believe all of you got this. It's white. White. Good job, everybody. Y'all got it. I'll put his picture in here. This must be from when he um when like when he got um hit upside the head with the remote because his nose is bleeding. You know? Like, oh, so she hit him with the remote. Yeah, when they were watching Mystic Pizza. And uh this she must have got him good. Look at that. Oh, he got fucked up. Um but yeah, he was an anchor man and a stalker. Um let's go to the next article, which is uh come on, here we go. Uh police arrest a man who allegedly tried to restrain a boy in a Walmart bathroom. Oh my Grove City. Police in Mercer County have charged a man who they say tried to restrain a boy inside of a public restroom in a local Walmart. Now, this is what you get for using a bathroom in a Walmart. Now, I'm not in the victim shaming, but goddammit, this is the time where it's appropriate. <laughs> Stay your ass out of the Walmart bathroom. You use the bathroom at Harris Teeter, Target, not a fucking Walmart. That's Rape City. Shit, I don't, I will, uh, uh, not, not to, not to, uh, talk about it, but I had to go uh, pee at the Harris Teeter, uh, bathrooms. They shit was a door, and no, it was like a full clothes, wall to ceiling, 
shut your ass in there. It was like uh, Marvel walls, and you was like in clothes. That shit was the best. I was like, God damn, this is a nice bathroom. Mm-hmm. You ain't going to get that at Walmart. Hell no. Uh, the incident happened at 4.30 p.m. Thursday. The suspect was captured on surveillance video inside of the business. Walmart has exceptionally good video, said Lieutenant Tom DeBavi of Pennsylvania State Police. That's what they spend their money on because they sure don't spend it on other shit. Because they know they're going to get robbed. Right. We were able to get still pictures from the video and get it out to the media last night. According to State Police, the nine-year-old victim was washing his hands in the restroom when Miller reportedly approached him from behind, grabbed him around the waist, and tried to pull him into one of the stalls. Sounds like that Rick and Morty episode. (laughs) Oh, Yes. The boy was able to free himself, but the police say Miller grabbed him a second time, began pulling him back in. The boy began to scream, and the suspect let go. The state police say the boy then ran and found his father, who had just left the same restaurant, Rummy Restroom, prior to the incident with the victim's six-year-old brother. So, yeah, the the father, of course, you know a daddy would be involved, because fathers always do shit like that. The ones that don't pay attention. Right. The mama, the mama when it went in there, she was like, look, we coming in here together. We leaving together because women are more apt to go. Somebody might molest my child. They're like, boy, you die. You can take care of yourself. I need to get your brother out here and fix his ass. Police say Miller managed to escape from the store and ran into a wooded area at the back of the business. According to, uh, although according to the criminal police criminal complaint, Miller says the boy got mouthy with him in the bathroom and that he admitted to dragging the boy into the stall, but intended to hit him. It's, so wait you're a grown-ass man and your excuse is well no i wasn't gonna f- molest the kid i was gonna beat him up it's still a nine-year-old he's a kid you, you're the not, adult yeah it's not your kid hey uh watch out you getting some of that water on me fuck you old man you know what little kid i'll take you in this stall and Oh, no, no, I wasn't going to, uh, no, I wasn't going to make you suck my dick. No, I was going to beat you. Oh, oh, this is a misunderstanding. Uh, but you, oh, my God, where are we going to go with this? My goodness. Now, now everyone's going to be so confused. What a horribly awkward situation. <laughs> Miller tells police the boy's father later confronted him outside the store in the parking lot, but he just got on his bike and rode away. Police took Miller in custody around 8 a.m. Friday. He had been charged with unlawful restraint and simple assault. I mean, my question is, what are you doing in the bathroom? You ain't buying shit. I'm, I mean, I'm more inclined to believe you were going to do something to the kid. Right. And my thing is this. If you're talking to the kid, why are you walking up behind the child to talk to him about him sassing you? Yeah. Yeah. I don't like the now, way. unless his ass cheeks were sassing you with some shit. I don't know. Them might be them might be the lips he was talking about. Mm-mm. Police took me. Uh, once we have information about who he was, we were able to go to this morning, pick him up for an interview. Police say they received a number of tips. So everybody was telling on his ass. By the way, that's got to suck when all your friends are like, oh, he did it. Uh, this is his name. Uh, guess the race, everybody. Uh, Mr. What is his first name? Uh, um... Fuck is a twenty-seven-year-old Sean Miller, Sean Michael Miller. Let's check the chat room. Uh, Sandusky, ha <laughs> oh. lives on grilled cheese sandwiches. White. Where's Dateline NBC when you need them? White. The Woodsman. White. White. NWA. Uh, so NY NY channel's the only one going black. Mayo says soapbox. Correct answer is Diane says white. Correct answer is oh, string cheese lover says Dexter. And the correct 
answer is, is white. Yes, white. Uh, somebody said Herbert from the family guy, that little old man. Yeah, come here with your muscly arms. And, of course, somebody gets black. Let it sink in. <laughs> we all know pedophiles are almost always white. You're living on the edge. Whoever said NWA, I like your style. Living on the edge. Trying to go against the grain. Mm-hmm. And plus it was Walmart, you know. Walmart pedophile. Good grief. In the bathroom. When did you start just snatching kids? This is like the third pedophile we read this week that had no fucking plan. Like, if you're going to start trying to fuck children, you're probably going to need a complex, complicated plan. Just grabbing a kid in broad daylight outside the street, probably going to backfire. Just a guess. We've read enough articles. Yeah, you're physically moving. You're yeah. trying to do shit. They're Somebody else could have walked in. He's with his parents. Of course, you know? the, the dad going to walk in there and be like, hey, baby, you taking to What the fuck are you doing? Right. Um. All right, next one. North Charleston Police Tuesday arrested a woman accused of leaving a meth leaving a meth mobile meth lab behind in a, a in a hotel room after she attempted to skip out on a bill. Oh my. Jaquetta Yolonia Simmons, thirty-four, of Ladson Road. That's a name. Is charged with trespassing, giving false information to police, and manufacturing methamphetamine. Charleston County Jail Records uh show this. Officers responded around noon Tuesday to sleep in. Uh, sleep I-N-N, sleep in. After the manager complained of two women leaving without paying, an incident report said one of the women ran into the nearby residence inn, locked herself in a room, and was in the process of being, that was in the room, process of being clean. Officers entered the room and took that woman into custody. Simmons lied about her name when questioned by police, the reporter said, but investigators managed to identify her through the sleep inn's guest registry. An employee at the residence inn contacted police about six hours later after finding a purse left behind in the room where Simmons had locked herself in. A bottle inside the bag contained a clear liquid and batteries. Police said the liquid appeared to be bubbly. Narcotics detectives were called to the scene and the bottle was secured. Simmons was held Wednesday at jail in lieu of $25,940 in bail. According to jail records, the woman who arrived at the sleep in with Simmons has not been identified. Guess the race of Jaquetta Yolonia Simmons. You know, I don't know a goddamn thing about drugs. I'm like, what the fuck you got a battery for? You jumping the shit? I don't, you never watch Breaking Bad, so you just don't understand. Okay. It's meth, but Jaquetta is throwing me off. Black Rob didn't guess a race, so that's not a guess. One who spent extra years at Westside Elementary trying to figure out how to spell that name. Says Joe Spacey. Smart black woman who tried to throw the police off with evidence. Black name, white drug. Says Soapbox. Chief Hotel, (laughs) black. Black. North Charleston, Moon Crickets, black. Burnt, black woman expanding her horizons. White, says Diane. No hablas ingles. So Latina, says Keylon Pa. No, new age Aunt Jamama says dreaded lion. Oh, <laughs> god damn it! The correct answer is black. <laughs> <laughs> Some of you guys guessed wrong. Oh, that, this pitch is epic, y'all. Oh, let the let the booze finish playing. What now? The picture was epic. 
Oh yeah, I'll put it in the chat room so you guys can see what. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt the booze. No problem. I just want the audience to be able to hear hear you. Um, uh, yeah, that's her in the chat. <laughs> the chat room. Damn, hot damn. Oh my. <laughs> <laughs> For those of you that can't see, her hair is pink. Mm-hmm. Um. So uh, yeah, she was a, a meth dealing. And then, like, why would you not pay your bill when you're making meth? Like, they're going to come in the room. And you use your real name. Yeah. That is ridiculous. Um, And, yeah, and you use your real name. Yeah, just stupid on every fucking count, really. You want to get caught. A port charlotte woman is charged with child abuse after police say she intentionally burned her two young children with a hot stick so she would know they were hers oh kayla r oxingham 23 so all children look the same then to her okay it's like which one is my oh shit uh let me see your arm no uh fuck 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 fuck. shit i'm used to playing video games what are their names Uh. What what are their names shit I know one started with, uh, I think, I want to say a P. No. No, that's, no. Uh, was it a K? No, that's my name. According to a police report, children are five and seven years old. They told authorities that Oxyham told them she forgot how much she loved fire. Oh. The children told police that Oxyham proceeded to use a lighter to burn a stick and injured the children's arms by touching the hot stick to them. Then Oxyham oh. told the kids she burned them for two reasons. First is so the kids could have ice cream. The second was to identify the children as being hers. Shit, them kids ain't gonna never want no ice cream again. Somebody said ice cream, they're gonna bust out and start screaming. I know. I'm lactose intolerant. I don't like ice cream. You don't like ice cream? Nope. I know how much it costs. It costs a burn. <laughs> right. Um, medical examine, uh, medical exams for the children showed at least one of them had injuries indicative of burning. Prior to the burning incident, Oxenham is accused of grabbing her five-year-old by the hair, hitting her head into a wall repeatedly. <gasps> she declined to talk to police about the alleged burns and denied beating her children. Oxenham's occupation listed at Charlotte County Jail, Charlotte County Jail website is medical assistant. And this happened in Port Charlotte, by the way. Uh, guess the race chat room of, what was her name? Kayla R. Oxenham, uh, alleged child abuser. White Maury reject, vanilla ice. See, we can't tell anyone apart. White that's literally ice cream, said Brandon Pearson, but that's not a race, Brandon. White love playing with fire. Black, white lady. White, says Sparger. Uh, she's a fire starter, twisted fire starter. White, says Vent. The correct answer is white. white. Everybody went with white. Kind of surprised. Good job, everybody. Maybe it's time to move to the bonus round now that you guys have obviously mastered uh mastered this round. Um but uh yeah, she burned her kids. Like, why would you brand just and then like you knew she knew it was wrong. Like maybe she's a pyromaniac or something. That's a pyromaniac. Um, you know, the people that love fire. Oh, that's what Someone they call them. Sexually okay. arise, uh, sexually aroused from fire okay. sometimes. Uh, normally it's men, I think, but maybe she's that because then she tried to bribe him with ice cream, you know? Like, like that's her thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, Let's go to the bonus round. Oh, did I exhaust all the stories? Well, you know what? Let's go to the bonus round anyway. I'll figure something out. 
Double the points and the race. Double the points and the race. That's right. It's double the points, double the race for the bonus round against the race where everything's suddenly worth twice the racism. The chat room is all over the place. We'll see who wins. All right. Um, a mom who blogged about her five-year-old's chronic illness is accused of murdering the child with a fatal dose of sodium delivered while he was in the hospital. <gasps> Lacey Spears, 26, originally from Decatur, Alabama, but currently living in Chestnut Ridge, New York, was charged Tuesday with depraved murder and manslaughter. Police say her alleged poisoning of her son, Garnett Paul Spears, was a ploy for attention. Oh, my God. She had been documenting his persistent health problems, including ear infections, unexplained fevers, seizures, and digestive ailments on social media, and brought him to Rockland County Hospital with seizures. Um, the, the, their doctors noticed that the sodium levels in the boy's body were far higher than what he produced on his own. Prosecutors said Tuesday that Spears injected high doses of sodium into his stomach tube while hospital staff were out of the room. A neighbor also told police that on the day of Garnett's death from a sodium overdose, Lacey Spears asked her to help hide a fluid bag like the one attached to the child's tube. Police recovered the bag, which contained high amounts of sodium. Garnett's health problems started when he was five days old. Notably, there was an incident at 10 weeks where he stopped breathing and the sodium levels shot up unexpectedly. Doctors couldn't explain it at the time. Spears concocted an elaborate framework of lies online. According to the Daily Mail, she wrote on Garnett's hero of his hero father, a policeman named Blake, who died in a car accident. Now you got to look into that, right? Mm -hmm. But Garnett's real father, Chris Hill, is still alive. He says she texted him, confessing to making up stories on her blog. So, so she lied about his father being a policeman named Blake and really the real father was still alive. Yeah, and she's been abusing this child. Sound like since this baby been born. Yeah. Uh, Spears' former best friend also says that when she left Spears, let Spears babysit her son, the mommy blogger started telling people online that the boy was Garnett's brother. Wow. She's insane. Yo, you know what's going to happen. Neve and Matt's going to stumble onto a catfish like this one day. It's going to be a criminal case and bigger than MTV can. I hope not. I hope they come with the police then. Authorities believe Spears suffers from Munchausen syndrome by proxy, an illness characterized by injuring a child or making him sick to bring attention to sympathy through the parent. Spears claims she only used salt as a seasoning for Garnett's food and that he sometimes played with his feeding syringe in the hospital, so he may have put something into the feeding bag himself. Mm. Wow, what a sick person. Right. That's the race of uh, Lacey Spears. Um apparently one of her kid to you know die you know yeah and that's why i'm not a big advocate of everybody having kids she did not need a child because she basically abused that child from the time he was born to the time he died uh yeah and i wonder if his real father was even in his life or what because it sounds Don't like sound she texted like... about him but it sounded like he wasn't really around mm -mm. and even then that's even scary because you could still get it by him you know and my and my thing is this just for the fact that you wanted attention so bad that you did this to your child. Now you got all the attention. Probably more than you want now. Yeah. Uh Eminem's mom still having children, white. White Aww. she wanted an interesting hook for the new think piece. Uh 
being a white woman isn't enough attention for this one she has to be white has to get attention lacy cersei lannister white a black mom blogger making up a story about a hero cop dad nah black don't need black don't need extra sodium (laughs) her trailer will get picked up by the next tornado and white the correct answer is everyone got it white good job everybody um last thing we have to do is sword ratchetness and we'll get out of here a man stabbed his housemate with an ornamental sword a man stabbed a housemate in the side with an ornamental sword in a row over toilet cleanliness oh oh this is not here you talking about row yeah a toilet got to be clean if a motherfucker on a sword oh it better be the injury the injury he was like is this is this shit stains Mm -hmm. I see it here, and, 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 and I'm the one about to cop it. Y'all motherfuckers can't clean. Although you do got to admit, when you cut somebody, it's probably going to get messy and bloody. Oh, that defeats the purpose of having a clean toilet. Leave the seat down. The injury was allegedly afflicted with a weapon which defended John Hemsworth, kept in his attic bedroom. Leicester Crown Court heard yesterday that Guy Roberts was angry because he believed Hemsworth had deliberately urinated on the sink in the communal lavatory. Mr. Roberts, who was allegedly on bad terms with Hemsworth, went up to his room in the house they shared in Druid Road, Hinkley, and swore at him, saying he would not speak to him again. As Mr. Roberts turned to go down the stairs, he said he pushed him from behind and fell. Mr. Roberts said, I stubbed my toe and hit my head against the wall at the bottom. I was seeing stars and I went back up and he started throwing bedding at me, telling me to get out. I clawed the bedding away and then I saw the sword and he was poking it at me. I left and went downstairs in the kitchen. I did not realize I had been stabbed until I saw blood in my sweatshirt. I called the ambulance. Mr. Roberts was taken to the hospital where it was found he had a two and a half centimeter long wound in his left side, just under his ribs. Oh. The wound was four centimeters deep and he had to stay in the hospital for three days. Mr. Roberts said he thought Hemsworth had left the toilet messy as an insult to him or his partner. Roberts admitted he had been drinking before the incident, but denied the quote-unquote red mist had come down. Hemsworth, now of, he moved, pleaded not guilty. Uh, PC Wendy Gulliver said in a statement, officers were called to the property shortly after 9.20 p.m. She said she went into Mr. Roberts' bedroom. I uh, found a samurai sword, a revolver on the table, and two shotguns. Oh, oh. shit. He had planned on, he, he was hot about that toilet then. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, he was the one who did the pissing, if I'm not mistaken. Oh. Yeah, Hemsworth. Uh, wait, hold on, wait. Mr. Roberts. Yeah, which one of them owned this sword? Hold on, I need to figure this out. With an ornamental sword, okay. The defendant, which defendant John Hemsworth kept in his attic bedroom. Okay. So, Hemsworth was the dude who got stabbed, right? No, him, okay, Hemsworth is the one who did the stabbing. Mr. Roberts is the dude who went into the room to confront him. Okay. So, she went into Mr. Roberts' room and found a samurai sword, a revolver on the table, and two shotguns. So, apparently, all these weapons were in the guy who got sh- stabbed room. <laughs> which i don't even understand maybe Hemsworth put it in there lord have mercy they they went to war over cleaning this is, is that serious officers arrested Hemsworth and seized the sword the trial continues so yeah this it's crazy man um 
thank you everybody we had a great week uh enjoyed all the guests this week we did. um you know uh thank you so much for participating in the spreecast live event last night yes thank um, you everybody you can still watch it we've been posting it on all the social media so just in case you miss it they've been chopping and cutting up clips and things like that and we thank you for all the support and love and retweets and and uh we are able to be recognized because of you loving and pushing and supporting the show yeah and it's funny because i did leave one detail out of our um you know uh first date thing i forgot to say i told karen no i didn't want to go to see the uh the, the beauty shop and he then, did say no yeah and then uh i thought better of that and uh ran up there and changed my mind said no please please do take me so um can't imagine all this almost didn't happen i know right because what was happening he was playing basketball yeah i was i was in the middle of a hot game yes right you know roger was young we both was young but he was like uh i'm playing a game then all of a sudden it was like a girl asked me out and i said no what the yeah. hell is wrong with me yeah it was like a play why would i want to go to a play and i was like oh wait this is what people do when they like each other they ask you to go places yes so then i ran my ass up that hill I was like please change your mind yes. i'm sorry and it was funny though because uh I, I forgot my mama i think somebody got the tickets and they couldn't go and my mama didn't want to go so she was like what well you want to go i said yeah she was like who you gonna take because i'm not going i was like well i'll ask roderick yeah so um thank you everybody uh thank you uh, adam and eve thanks to shadow down productions mm-hmm. um we'll be back uh depending on if you're premium or not sooner or later um, if not, we'll see you Saturday. Until then, I can't wait to watch Catfish tonight. I can finally watch it live after three weeks, Karen. I can finally live tweet Catfish and probably True Life. Thank goodness. <laughs> it was a long, uh, that's how much I love the podcast. I was doing guest appearances and all this shit for y'all. Um, all right. So until next time, I love you. I love you too, baby. Mwah. <laughs>